as of now. Um, and it has been streamed live on Facebook. Also, please remember that this is not an all-share meeting, rather it is a Q&A, a question and answer for Paul H's take on the 12 steps. For details on all Paul's events, his story under arrest, books, those fabulous elusive t-shirts, and videos of previous meetings and events, check out his website, zenbitchslap.com. I can also check out YouTube for all the videos. So to get things underway, I've selected, I've selected a passage from some AA literature to read, and then I'll hand it over to Paul. We'll talk about it for a while before we open up the room for questions. So here we go. The reading is um, chapter six, Interaction, which is page 72 of the big book, if you want to follow along. So here we go. Having made our personal inventory, what shall we do about it? We have been trying to get a new attitude, a new relationship with our creator and to discover the obstacles in our path. We have admitted certain defects. We have ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is. We have put our finger on the weak items in our personal inventory. Now these are about to be cast out. This requires action on our part, which when completed will mean that we have admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our defects. This brings us on to the fifth step in the program of recovery mentioned in the preceding chapter. This is perhaps difficult, especially discussing our defects with another person. We think we have done well enough in admitting these things to ourselves. There is doubt about that. In actual practice, we usually find a solitary self-appraisal insufficient. Many of us thought it necessary to go much further. We will be more reconciled to discussing ourselves with another person when we see good reasons why we should do so. The best reason first. If we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. Time after time, newcomers have tried to keep to themselves certain facts about our lives. Trying to avoid this humbling experience, they have turned to easier methods. Almost invariably, they have got drunk. Having persevered with the rest of the programme, they wondered why they fell. We think the reason is that they never completed their house cleaning. They took inventory all right, but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. They only thought they had lost their egoism and fear. They only thought that they had humbled themselves, that they had not learned enough of humility, fearlessness and honesty. In the sense, we find it necessary until they told someone else all their life story. Um, so yeah, that's that. So um, with that, I'll hand that over to you, Paul. Well, thanks, uh, Paul, alcoholic. <clears throat> Another Tuesday morning. Yeah, into action means that, eh? So the thing that we're offering is uh, is an idea of what to look at directed by the big book on page 64 and and to have an inventory on the manifestations of self in one's life which are completely different than yours you can you know you can do yours and stuff but why not at least take a little sample and look at what you call yours as let's say self's manifestations 
And I bet you, you travel lighter through self's manifestations than your manifestations. Yeah, because your manifestations tend to add weight and length in the idea of time to everything. So resentment, my resentment, completely different. Fear, my fear. And I don't even believe it's fear. It's mental anxiety, really. Most people are being driven by a hundred forms of mental anxiety. Fear is a valid emotion. It's meant to sort of warn us of something. You know, in the early days of being in recovery, I was afraid uh, to go certain places because of uh, it may lead me to a drink. That was a very uh, valuable fear. Yeah. So fear has has a place. It's this mental anxiety that just overdoes it. And it, it picks all of its fruit in you know, in the orchards of what's not happening. So anything can happen. You know, you can be destitute next week. You can be, you know, struck with a terminal disease 20 minutes from now. The head has it a, a flare of an imagination when it concerns all these possibilities. And our believing them is what allows them to sort of cloud the sunny day of today. And I see that as a demonstration of a huge amount of power misdirected, really. So I don't feel like, uh, in a way, yeah, the dilemma is powerlessness, but I think we're incredibly powerful. I think we just, the power can be misdirected. Yeah, so this, the mental condition, when it's directing the, the power, it causes us to feel quite powerless because its agenda is getting uh, attained and ours isn't. But when there's a, a, a day of reckoning and you recognize, let's say you recognize alcoholism and that will lead to recognizing the addiction of self, I feel. But you recognize something and there's a a rude awakening and you're convinced of any life run on self-will is not going to be successful and self-will and all this shit has defeated us. Uh, then another, another power, another possibility directs the power that we are. And now, and you can tell the tree by the fruit really. Yeah. I mean, I've had feelings of uh, feelings of incredible empathy that probably had the same power Richter scale as the hatred I had when my Coke dealer wouldn't wake up at two in the morning. Yeah, I would imagine it was the same power, but the fruit of it was completely different. Yeah, so I feel it's just misdirected power. So we need like the idea of that we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe that. I believe we have the facility we are the facility to manufacture a lot of stuff. It's really based on what's running the factory. If self's running the factory, it, it manufactures misery. <laughs> One of its great products. <laughs> when the higher power manufactures the factory, it produces different products. Yeah. And then we're the benefit of those. And also when we benefit, others benefit with the higher power running the factory. Uh, when the lower power we don't benefit and the and the disease benefits it's not a it's not a good deal 
for the machinery. We get run down by this manufacturing of misery and drama and fucking all this shit. Uh, so my whole point here is just to introduce a possibility an idea that I think is, is laid out in a few places in the book uh, that being convinced self, this movement or whatever you want to call it, let's call it selfing, it's, it resides in the mind, so it's usually talking to us as us. This being convinced self manifests manifest in various ways is what has defeated us. I mean, that's not hieroglyphics. It's not like you don't need to have a master of language to break it down for you. It's pretty simple. The statement is being convinced, which means to believe with certainty. Then what? Self. Yeah. All right. Now, a lot of people keep telling me they believe self and us are the same thing. I don't see self and us as the same thing. I just don't. I see self as something like a foreign pathogen or let's say a parasitical movement. It, it's born in the mental state and it resides in the mental state and it manufactures a mental state called what's not happening where it thrives, yeah? Where it can play God, really. And so, being convinced self manifested in various ways. How difficult is that? All right. If you want to go to the dictionary, read the word manifest. What does it mean? Yeah. Brings about, makes, appears. So self brings about, makes, or appears. Uh, these are... Uh, manifestations of itself which is resentments fears and harms done to others in the pursuit of what we want so those are common manifestations of self defeating us in our life i know how can that be difficult it seems like you know it's not like an ikea uh bed or an ikea dresser where you know you fucking can't it's just no, it's very simple direction being convinced, that's the requirement. Yeah. And how, you know, maybe you don't fulfill the requirement of I was convinced or I'm going to be convinced. It's just being convinced now, now. Being convinced now, self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. All right. I would say us is what has been defeated. Self is what is the defeating. I don't see them as the same thing. Yeah. So self as the defeating has defeated us. Yeah. If we're clear on that, we're going to look at its common manifestations. The next paragraph is resentment. I think that's very clear direction of how to do an inventory. Now it flips, it slips back and forth into personal inventory. And then this is more like a business inventory. I think the personal inventory gets way too much play, and I like to introduce a little play to the impersonal inventory, which is looking at self's manifestations in your life. How about just a few samples, yeah? And so when you see the fourth column and you arrive at your own things, it sure sounds like because two of the four uh, characteristics have the word self in it. <laughs> it sure sounds like self is all over your role in things. I do. I just, there's selfishness and self-seeking and frightened. 
and then there's inconsiderate and dishonest. That's two out of four. <laughs> so, all right, I'll give you that you're dishonest and you're, and you're uh, inconsiderate. I'm not going to give you you're selfish and self-seeking or frightened. That's self, yeah. <laughs> so I find um, this was very, very liberating in my, in my recovery life. Incredibly liberating to the point where I think I've been sharing about it and it's never changed for now 28 years or something because <laughs> I just don't see the point of not if you're not clear about this you're going to keep writing your inventories on your resentment and after the inventory you're going to still call them your resentments yeah who wants I mean I would think most of my life I wanted to avoid my resentments I don't want to have more knowledge of my resentments if it just keeps them my resentments yeah I want freedom from resentment. I want to outgrow resentment. I want to outgrow fear. And so how do we do that? We lose interest in self. That's how we outgrow fear in AA. It says it right there. I think on page 63, losing interest in self, you gain interest in others. You see what you can contribute to life. Your whole attitude and outlook changes because now your attitude and outlook isn't being directed by self anymore. Yeah. You have a new director, which is the higher power or a new employer, and it uses the power that we are and it puts it to better use. It even uses our past and everything that we saw no value in. It uses all of that to produce value in other people's lives by being an example of a, of a down and dirty addict who's now recovered and the problem doesn't exist for that person now. That's fucking attractive, I think. So I don't think it, the dilemma is powerless. I think it's just misdirected power, really. And we need to make it, you know, we have to come to some kind of decision about the fact that they lay out in AA that any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. I mean, it doesn't even say it. You have to be an addict or an alcoholic. It says any life run on self-will can, can hardly be a success. Is that true enough for us? You know, and if it is, maybe you can look at self as something other than you, because if you keep calling it you, you can't be free from it. Then you're saddled with the hope of being free as it, which is a form of slavery or bondage to self, really. Your pursuit to become free as self is a bondage of self. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Yeah. When you realize you're not self, you're free from self. That's a relief or a release from the bondage of self. You're now relieved, yeah, of that drive to get out of self as self, yeah? You see the futility of it all, yeah? And then suddenly there's a huge loss of interest in self because a lot of the interest in self is getting out of it. <laughs> That's where a lot of it goes. We spend a lot of shit and a lot of money to get out of self a lot yeah this is recognizing you're not in it hallelujah yeah yeah you can keep the divine proctologist card with you but you probably won't use it much you won't be up the ass of self yeah you can hand it to others <laughs> maybe it'll be helpful yeah so we have a divine proctology in recovery it's called service yeah when you do service you come out of the ass of self really 
What do you feel when you're out of the ass of self? Available and you feel bigger at times. That's how I used to feel. And then you sense a presence that you can't sense when you're up the ass of self. You can't. There's too much skin and shit between you and it. <laughs> Nothing reverberates up there. <laughs> so <laughs> this is all I'm hopping on. I think the per- the AA way of life is completely sound. If you have any argument with God or whatever, just replace it with higher power, a new employer, Buddha nature, your innermost, you know, the unsuspected resource, whatever. But really what you're looking for is a managerial team of this incredible natural resource called Paul. Yeah, really, because it is. Paul can make mountains out of molehills. It's amazing. Paul can be very, very divisive and cause a lot of chaos, or it can be very helpful and be of service. Yeah, it's just it. The power is the same. It's the power is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. And what's going to put it in the vehicle is going to be that which is driving the car. And hopefully it's not self. Yeah. Hopefully we've lost interest in it sufficiently where we're living a life driven by the higher power. Yeah. And now our power isn't causing misery. (laughs) It's causing like an ease and comfort where I sit. Yeah, that used to be like giant files of terrible CNN news flashes. It's just comedy wealth. It's incredible. It, you can laugh at yourself so freaking much every day because it's hilarious, really. The self, oh, taking the power away from self, it's hilarious. <laughs> it just, it never can come to the realization that it can't get out of what it thinks it in. It just switches vehicles. First it's drugs, then it's sex, then it's spirituality, then back to money, then this and that. It just doesn't get it. Every time it runs in, every time it gets to the party and it sucks, it doesn't get it's because it got to the party. It just doesn't equate. It just tries to sneak in the side door, the back door, the cellar. No, the party's great until you show up. The party's great until self shows up. <laughs> so this is what I hope uh, people leave with. Yeah, we're not here changing anything in the book. It says it right there. I just feel the people who wrote the book were going in and out of downloads. Yeah, at one moment it's super clear self has defeated us. The next moment it's we're the source of all the problems. Yeah. I just don't think uh, there was a clarity about the exact nature of the wrong yet. Yeah. And I feel uh, a vision for us captures that by saying, you know, hey, we know but a little. Yeah. People who come after us are going to add on to this situation. Well, I feel we can. I think we can get a clearer diagnosis of the activity of the problem. Yeah. And it's not personal. One of its, one of its, Camouflage, its greatest camouflage is personalness, terminal uniqueness, making it seem to be special and unique. But it's just a run of a mill head, you know? Yeah. It's just when we listen to it, we give it specialness and personalness because we're under this trance. I don't know about you, 
you know, I I had a, a life experience of an addiction towards cocaine that really was unbelievable. What it did with me and with others that I saw, and me, uh, two others that I were I was with, and I loved that high. I mean. I was willing to pay like 95% was cost and then there was 5% payoff, but it seemed to make sense to me. But I love that thing. But I never at not one point did I think I was cocaine. Never. I never lost that clear line. I'm not that. I believe seriously in the mental addiction. We take ourselves to be the drug. The mental addiction is injecting all day which is this, this idea of being a self. I do. And that and the extreme addiction I felt when in my in my uh, relation with cocaine is not even close to where we start from. We're starting as the drug most of the time. <laughs> we we started getting shot up with it through the brain when we were 4 or 5 years old. By the time we hit 12, 13 or 14, our only hope was trying to get out of it, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then all these things we did that seemed to be a vehicle for addiction never, never produced the results we were looking for because self can't get out of self. Yeah. I was identified with a drug while I was taking this other drug. I was identified as a, with this mental drug when I was taking a drink. The drink did not get me out of that other addiction. Yeah. I became a drinker. I became a drug addict. I became, it named me, and I was another fucking lost soldier of self going around. Yes. Rehabs and detoxes and shit like that. If they really asked me, what were you trying to do, Paul? Was I was trying to get out of myself, really. I just couldn't freaking escape. I could escape but it would be almost life-threatening. I'd have to overdose to have an escape from it for a while. And I was willing to do that. I was. Because I felt it was unbelievable. I did. I could not believe, you know, how many thoughts could accompany the simplest act, you know, and how many judgments and critiques could be, you know, putting on a pair of socks, you know, Jesus Christ. It was just obsessing, obsession, obsession over and over again. I wanted out. I tried spirituality. I tried addiction. I tried a lot. And every time I tried to get out, I was trying to get out as that drug. I was trying to get out of self as self. Yeah. Thank God the higher power through this program put an end to that. And a lot of shit was revealed and I'm trying to share some of it. So that maybe you can have a lasting effect that's described quite well, which is the problem will not not exist for you. And I think that's truly possible to sustain if the problem does not exist as you, if you see the act of being identified as self as the problem. And that self is other than you, then I believe you can be free from it a day at a time. I do. Why? Because I feel like I am. I mean, the problems I have now ha are not drug-centered or alcohol-centered or even alcoholism-centered, yeah? There may be joints or 
ankles or hip, yeah, or intestinal tract. <laughs> it's not, Jesus, all that stuff. Oh, man. So I think relief is the greatest acknowledgement of a solution, tell you the truth. When you hit upon the fact of a real solution, it brings great relief. And to me, it's the last answer. It's taken the need for any other answer away. I mean, I don't want to have a supercharged recovery. I don't. I don't want to synthesize AA with every other thing like Buddhism and shit like that. I don't. If it seems to look that way, I don't care. All I wanted was relief from the bondage of self. Yeah. Truly, and a contentment and satisfaction replacing it. And uh, that's established, yeah. And I don't think anything shakes it up. I don't, I think what we are can outshine our circumstances and situations. I don't think a circumstance and situation is gonna outshine every other circumstance and situation. But I believe what we are outshines any circumstance and situation. I do. I believe we are what we're looking for, truly. So, yeah, I don't know where that went, but there you go. Let's see if there's any questions then, Paul. This was the fifth step. We all know the fifth step, yes, right? Wasn't it the fifth step? Sharing the inventory. And then, yeah. and then what happens when the inventory is shared, a lot of shit that used to go unnoticed, but be quite influential, you start seeing it like it's highlighted. And that highlighted is to trigger you to bring it to step six and seven. So the old will be recycled and will be part of the powering of the new. Yeah. It won't look like the old, but the energy will be extracted of it and it will be the new power. Yeah. So I feel five is incredibly important because of a lot of things, you know, sharing with another person, taking advantage of that person away by sharing your deepest secrets that you swore you'd never say to another person. Really, you know, you know, it's sort of like the garbage man and then you, you bring out the old Easter eggs and the Christmas tree, you know, <laughs> just bring the whole shit, everything you can, take advantage of it. And bring it to six and seven entirely ready to have this removed and reconfigured and stuff yeah and then there you go eight and nine uh, to me is uh very powerful because it's a way of coming to peace with the past yeah because the way the head wants to deal with the past is to avoid it at all cost or mine it for grievance or resentments and shit like that this way uh yeah and what happened to me it was almost like a boomerang that was thrown a long time ago i thought i had forgotten all about it it comes back and you feel alive that's what i felt i felt a lot of what had been auctioned out of my energetic life by by the the, the old employer you know i was like a giant storage unit of shit I started to feel like really alive at step nine. I did. 
Like, I mean, almost as if I'd been ice, doing isometrics and calisthenics for you. <laughs> I was very limber. <laughs> because the life was like a boomerang and had never gone anywhere. It was just misdirected. And then when it was correctly directed, it, sh it showed up here and now. Yeah. I felt really alive. It was cool. Yeah. Because then when you feel really alive, you can really have a review of the displacement of us, how the mental state displaces us. For some of us, it dissociates us from a body completely. Yeah, we're walking around like those dogs that have like mange or shit. They have those cones on their head. We're just listening to K-Paul all day. <laughs> it's just insane. So this was very, uh, brought me back to a realization that I had exited the vehicle called Paul, the body, years ago. <laughs> and I was getting dragged in the beyond, you know, from the rear bumper. <laughs> it's much more comfortable in the car, in a way. So <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't even know what this association meant. Yeah, I thought I was escaping. <laughs> so all these things. Uh, for me, got reverse engineered, yeah? I got the relief first, and then it was explained to me why the relief wasn't seemingly available, yeah? It wasn't explained to me why the relief wasn't available when the relief wasn't available. The relief came first, and then words were put on it, yeah? The words didn't lead to the relief. The relief came first, and then words were found to try to describe it, yes? But the relief was first. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to go described, but if you, if you, you know, if your seat assignment as an action figure is to share, you're probably going to be used to sort of articulate things that are hard for people to articulate. Yeah. That may be one of the roles you play. But after these talks, I'm not there pondering why and where <laughs> all the rest of the day. I completely forget everything. <laughs> why would you want to be bound to knowledge? <laughs> That's the point, really. Yeah. It's useful when it's useful. <laughs> <laughs> it's useful as an invitation. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people that could be living in hell right now. And if you described hell, maybe they would identify and a new possibility would show up. Hey, I could be out of hell, you know, so it's good to describe hell so that you so you may be an unknowing citizen without knowing it. And then whoops, what do you mean? And then you could leave hell. <laughs> but I've got a hillside house in hell. It's one degree cooler than all the other people. I'm doing great. <laughs> but you're in hell. <laughs> yeah, but so are they. <laughs> they want to be where I am. It must be valuable. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Let's say self-knowledge avails you nothing. That would be like a professor of holes who keeps finding himself in holes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, knowledge of self is like a professor of holes that doesn't, they don't, he or she doesn't fall into holes anymore. (laughs) Self-knowledge avails us nothing. Knowledge of self is valuable. Knowledge of self is going to lead to recognize it's not you, truly. Self-knowledge will continue to masquerade and cloud your possibility of seeing it as not you. Yeah. You may have interest. Now that I've found my family of origin on Earth, I'm going to find my family of origin from Mars and go on and on and on. Yeah, that's sort of self-knowledge. It avails us nothing, really. But knowledge of self really initiates a pause. Yeah. And you see the emperor without any clothes. You really do. You see what's happening. You see the activity and the directing of the activity. And then again, it gives you a nice appetite or an attraction to a solution. Yeah. Because you see the futility of self trying to get out of self. You just see it super clear. Yeah. It will tell you a lot of shit, but it has no intentions of taking you anywhere, really. When was the last time it delivered the goods, really? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, anyone, Rich? I've got any questions to Paul? We've got a question from Anish. Anish, if you'd like to unmute yourself. Thank you. Can Anish, you hear me, Paul? got knocked out the other day. Yes, back. I did. Yes. Right. I really enjoyed your hell metaphor a couple of minutes ago. I do seem to have a beautiful hillside house in hell. So thank you for describing what hell means. So, so, so we can hopefully leave it. My question is that after the relief comes, right, and I feel a lot of relief, I, I do feel a sense of relief, uh, but I also have this dialogue, but what about all this time that was wasted? What about all this misery that you created? What about all this and that, and a bunch of whole other grievances? That is also coming from the self, right? That is also- Yeah. In- yes. The system is sending out its well-worn bait to catch your attention again. Reel you back in and then you're the big fish. And not only at that moment, you'll be a historical fish and you're gonna be a future fish. And you're gonna worry like a fish, you're gonna think like a fish. You may have a drive to become a better fish, but you're gonna be defined by the fish program. Yes. Maybe you'll even be a transcendent fish. (laughs) Yes, but a transcendent fish can never leave the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so yes, I would say that's coming from the head 
and is really an echo of a failed system. Yeah, this is one thing we we uh, realize in recovery is why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? So self-reliance, which is the most people's working program, is failed. Yeah. So when and when something it's usually talking as you to you and uh if you see the as you as not you you'll start seeing the you is not you yes so that which is talking to is not you and then you're going to find out who it's talking to is not you <laughs> there you go but let's get the first one first yeah yeah i mean i'm in a position now where it seems like a house of mirrors right everything is just the self reflected against the self against the self it's just a whole bunch of self everywhere yeah but the space is awesome it's appearing yeah so the the space isn't taken up by the little house of mirrors the house of mirrors is a little speck in the space yeah so far out yeah if you want to have a good laugh you visit the house of mirrors infrequently and then it gives you a great uh gratitude towards the space yeah it's a great reminder it's a great yeah. reminder yeah. yeah yeah it's not stopping anything it's see everything that's appearing in everything doesn't affect everything yeah it may affect other things that are appearing in everything but everything is unaffected you know like the clouds may go again go to war against another cloud, but the sky uh, never gets threatened, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So if spirit, spirit, you know, a lot of our experience of pain and suffering is obviously body brain oriented. Yes. The spirit obviously doesn't have a body or a brain. It's not corporal. It's not a thing. Yes. So it doesn't have uh, the worries and concerns that a thing would have, yeah, to try to avoid those slings and arrows and that stuff. Therefore, it gives you a great place to rest because it's not worried or concerned about what the head is so concerned over. And it can be like a soothing balm, sort of like in my life experience, like my grandmother when I was growing up, you know. My grandmother was like a goddess to me. She could do no wrong. And she just poured so much love onto me. It was in mind boggling. Yeah. Now she may have been a fucked up bitch to my father, but I never saw any of that. I was just, she was like a goddess really. Yeah. So in a way, the spirit can play a role of no matter what's going on, there's still rest to be found. Yes, still there. So. In recovery, we talk about it as a higher power or something, something uh, that is reliable. Yes. See, instead of relying on self, we rely on the infinite. Yeah, whatever we are, let's not go there. But there's a reliance on the infinite. And this is the better way of recovery. We look at how we used to how there was a trust in the finite and what that did. And now 
telling the truth about that and following us a few simple things and a way of life that trust in the finite gets shifted over to a trust in the infinite and then that rose bloom that was never blooming in that pot and that with that soil with that lack of water and sun now gets moved to a good pot a lot of soil a lot of light a lot of water and it's blooming yes it always had the potential, but it wasn't following it, that potential by what was like running it or containing it, which was selfing. Now it's been freed and something else is, is running the show through the same possibility called Paul. And Paul's the better for it. And actually people that meet Paul may be the better for it, which was not the case in the past. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. We call it an old employer syndrome and a new employer. Yeah. The problem with the act of being identified, the old employer will masquerade as the new employer. And then you fall into the lyrics of the old who store song. The old, you know, new, a new boss is same as the old boss. <laughs> I'm actually doing that as we speak. I feel like I want to now do all of these things that you that 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 you say that the higher power does, right? The the pot and the the sunshine and the beautiful blooms. I feel like I it's so attractive. I want to do it, but again, it's coming from the self, right? It's the old employer again wanting to be the new. Yeah, employer, so right? now you recognize it, and you don't have to. Uh, yeah. All you do is jail it a few times and then it stops the, the, you know, stealing your true value. Yeah, you don't have to put it into a 50 year prison and go to the, uh, you know, the probation uh, yearly meetings to see if it's worthy to be released. No, you lose interest in it and it just, you know, it's making a big mess in a very small space. <laughs> It can't get its hot. It can't get its hands on anything really to do much. <laughs> Irritates you maybe on a Saturday and stuff. <laughs> Not ruin your life for the next thirty years. <laughs> yeah, it seems it's like a whole bunch of it's the same. But the power source has changed. It can't access the power it used to because it's not convincing you that it's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're the you're the source. You're it, baby. Really, you're the source of its little uh, shenanigans. It needs your juice. Yeah, yeah. So for now, I need to keep keep catching it and not going along, right? Keep catching it and not doing. Don't need doing, to do right? anything. Just do what you're doing, and then notice it, and and then have faith that because in that sense, you're relying on the infinite which is something you can't know, can't discern, can't check out, can't verify its, its qualities or its resume, there's a faith in it. And then it starts downloading stuff in you and you see things clearly finally, yeah? You don't try to see things clearly, you notice you're seeing things clearly. <laughs> That's what happens, yeah? You come to that you're awake, you don't wake up, you realize that you're awake. You've always been awake. That's what happens. The head is very late to the late to the game, so to speak. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like you, Anish. I think, yeah, I can see how some of us 
the logic of the sort cannot be us, so therefore seeking is imperative, it has a long play. But what the message of non-duality is, and hopefully bubbling up through this meeting, is that you are what you're looking for with no requir requirements, especially on it, to be what what's looking, and also on you to try to arrive there because you already are there, yeah? So the, 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 the heat is off, so to speak, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's quite a relief. It's just a past momentum that keeps dragging along for some time. Yes, yes, but see, that has value because it tells you exactly uh, you know, it's like the emperor with no clothes keeps reappearing with no clothes so that you get the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> so it has incredible value to watch that momentum without you riding it. Yeah. So, yes, it has value, huge value. This is how we come to know what we are by is by knowing what we're not in a way. Yeah, because we can't just get there because there's a like a middleman, middlewoman that's sort of mucking up the whole thing. So in a way, there's, we use that which was seemingly obstructing us in the past to really verify and reaffirm something by seeing it as not us, yeah? Because before we thought we were seeing it as us, now we're going to see it as not us. And it's going to bring the power that was put into it when it was us is now going to be incredibly different when we see it as not us that power is going to go somewhere else and i would say it's going to enrich your day it is instead of enslave it yeah, it's going to enrich it it's same power power's got no dog in the hunt it's just what's directing it yeah yeah Electricity can light up the lights in a crack house just as well as a church. It has no fucking, it's just, if you got the wires and the right connection, it's going to light up. It doesn't matter what the fuck's going on in the space, it's going to be well lit, at least. <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of this, I feel, is this power. Yeah. I've seen it wielded by something foreign to me and i saw what that's done i have a history of observing that and now i've seen it a new regime for the last 34 years and what it does and uh you know after 34 years of olives you know you're sitting underneath an olive tree you know <laughs> it's not like uh, it's not up for it's not i'm still i'm not confused there kumquats or fucking, you know, kiwis, whatever those things are. I'm clear, they're olives, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not two levels below a coconut. We can come to some level of understanding. We don't have unlimited understanding, but we can understand that we're fucked. <laughs> if, if that old power directs us, we can. That can be very clear to this apparatus. It can. It's sort of like a horse. When it sees the old jockey coming to it, it starts fucking getting nervous <laughs> because it knows what it's like to be ridden by that old jockey. It has a supreme clarity in that. <laughs> now, the guy may 
put a fucking saddle on it and force it, but it, the horse knows, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I feel the same way. <laughs> I, I, I have a fear of that judgment, I see that. If I don't, and I don't, and I forget, I just go to an AA meeting and I'm reminded in the first five minutes of what I don't want, usually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Thank Anish. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for your question, Anish. Um, you ready for another question, Paul? Eh? Are you Let's ready see. for another question? Oh, yes, yes. Send Robert in. I see Robert. Okay. There you go, Robert. Hi. Um, great to be here, Paul. Is self all we ever experience? Well, you're not experiencing self, first of all. No, you experience tons of shit. You experience hummingbirds and mosquitoes biting you, flies coming around, shit stinking, you know, flowers opening for the first time <clears throat> for a year. There's tons of experiences. There's no experience of self. Selfing is an interpretation. Yeah. It interprets experiences. Yeah. It brings uh, it brings color or tint to experiences. It interprets it. In other words, it, it or it gives you a myopic view. So most of the experience you miss and the one part that will reassert its story will be uh optimized yes hmm. it's like a it's like a flashlight with a with a, a pre-constructed agenda of what to light up or not yeah hmm. yeah you're thinking you're holding the flashlight the flashlight's actually dragging you yeah so no selfing is an interpretation of life life is what we call experiences but there is no experience of self because it would have to be a thing to experience and it isn't. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But selfing the idea of this being a long lasting independent and separate entity gives meaning to all the experiences for sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people it'll give meaning. Let's say you'll re- you'll, you'll forget a miracle very quickly, but you'll remember, uh, you'll think you're entering a lifelong depression by feeling uncomfortable for one second. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. using what's happening for its own little uh, activities. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And if you give it the, pro- if you give it the profound position of being you, it's going to have a field day for sure. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> it's just going to go off the charts. Yeah. Because uh, like, what did they say? Uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, selfing, given some power, all right, yeah, gives us a personality, stuff like this, gives us things we like or don't like, it plays with all that. Giving it a lot of power, calling it you, it's going to be a corruptive effect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it just can't handle it. So it's yeah. self. It's, it's all self-like. about me. <laughs> is it like <laughs> is it like dragging like the beam of like attention to different things? Yes, like of course. Dragging nature. 
Well, it diverts, it distracts and diverts attention for sure. But most of the attention, it, it reflects back to its own idea of you. Yeah, because there's no you, so it has to have a reflective nature. So you're looking at a mirror and you're seeing an appearance in that mirror and you're calling it's Paul, but it's really a mirror. Yeah, you're just mistaking a, an appearance in the mirror to be you. So every experience is being used as sort of a mirror to see you in it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. And therefore, a lot of the, uh, let's say if you were just in a very chilled out state, what would be emphasized in the experience would be completely different than a self-driven agenda, yeah, will emphasize, yes? Hmm. Probably people never stop to give a bug a second of attention. They're so busy running over bugs and <laughs> they're just going, yeah. Mm. When you're not, you're not like the horse with that self bit in your mouth. You can chew some cud and graze. You ever go around? A lot of times, horses are just standing still. It's just you just drive by a field. It's just completely still, fucking huge creatures. <laughs> Is their head completely blank? I don't know, but it's sort of cool. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, I would love to see that in a, a crowd of people. It'd be great. If they just stop for a couple of seconds, it would be awesome. <laughs> Everyone yeah, just stop. Like <laughs> just yeah. take a, let an inventory occur. <laughs> let life give you an inventory of you <laughs> just in that five second download. It would be great. <laughs> Come out and then maybe you would see the, the plants and the flowers. Maybe you'd hear the hummingbird. You know what I mean? If something could bring you out of that trance, I've got to get back to the office or whatever it is. got to get my big Mac or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. You'd be able to like smell the coffee, as they say, smell the roses as you go along. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. being directed. You're experiencing, you're experiencing being directed by something other than self. Yeah. You're going to be directed. You're going to be, isn't that that song by uh, Bob Dylan? Everyone is used. Everyone's going to get used. That's how it is. Yeah. You either have a new employer, an old employer. It doesn't say no employer. It's an old employer, new employer in, yeah. in AA anyway. So I don't want an employer. Well, that's the employer, the self-employer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want any other employer before me and whatever. It sounds like the Old Testament God, doesn't it? I feel like the head sounds like the Old Testament God a lot. I don't brook any other God put before me. I'm going to smoke your ass and I'm going to give you tons of quizzes that you can't possibly succeed and then kill your firstborn or something. That doesn't, that sounds like a head to me. Sounds like. <laughs> Doesn't sound like God. They thought they just took the thing that was talking to them as God, maybe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to kill my. Hey, wait a minute. That may not have been God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Solomon, hit the road. <laughs> Go on now, kid. Play. Your father almost didn't kill you. Don't. <laughs> God was telling me. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's funny to me. So yes, I don't think uh, I don't think there's a self to experience. I think it's a flavor. It's like if you pour molasses, it spreads. Right. Yes. If you pour something thick mm. and gooey, it spreads like maple syrup and shit. I think uh, this feeling of being a self is reinforced all day by the claiming of our experiences, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Um, if, if, there's no other, if there's no other questions, um, could I ask just more related? Yes, you can ask me another one, Robert, but I'm, you're, you're, uh, yeah. Next time you're only going to get one piece of the pie. The rest of the children need a piece of the pie. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. So you said like most of the time the self is like, um, eh? like looking at itself, like it's, it's directing it. There's no it looking is at it. Like... It's just, it's a, it's like a mental, uh, scaffold scaffolding of reflective, uh, surfaces. So it's, there's nothing to see. There's just seeing of us of enough is seeing nothing and taking it to be something. Yeah. There's nothing to see. There isn't self looking at a mirror. There's looking at a mirror and then there's an appearance of this idea of self. Yes. Yeah. There's no one looking at the mirror. There's just looking at a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The idea of self would be, all right, I heard this guy speak and he described what's going on in my head as selfing. Yeah, that's super clear. And then that person calls me up and says, hey, Paul, I've been selfing all day. That's not clear. Yeah. I've been selfing all day is the product of the selfing misreceived uh, or misinterpreted. Yeah. When the selfing is misinterpreted, there's a self that shows up and it's not it gets produced by the selfing but it's it's implied to be before the selfing and now it's stating i've been selfing all day no there's no you that's reflecting anything there's no you that's selfing there's no you there's no thing yeah there's just activities everything is verbing yeah most of everything that's happening is verbing we believe we're a noun. We don't, but the head, we have an advanced head, if you want to call it advanced, it believes we're a noun, yeah? And that I'm doing a lot of the shit that I have nothing to do with, yeah? And not only do I become the doer, I become the one who shouldn't have done it, yeah? So now there's options are brought into the fucking mix. So it's not like, like the, my idea of the past is, is if something was supposed to happen, it did. And if it's something wasn't supposed to happen, it didn't. But the head just goes off. If you don't do something, it says you should have done it. And if you do it, it says you shouldn't have done it. It just plays every angle. It's mind boggling. You can't have any rest. Okay, I admit I did it, but you shouldn't have done it. Okay, I admit I shouldn't have done it, but you did it. Yeah, you can't, there's yeah, no, it's like those cheap motels with the 25 cent massager bed and it was just like getting shook up. There was no massage quality in it. 
which is like, what the fuck? I had that all day. What am I paying 50 cents for? Oh, before you go to bed, get shook up like a blender. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. I have to do something at 12, so i got to get off here. All right. Yeah, well, there's right. no more questions anyway. So would you like to say bye to everyone? I would like to say goodbye. Yes. It's, I look forward to okay. it. It never okay, comes over to you. As I want. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. If nothing else, Paul, I'm inspired to get some wind chimes after today. Enjoy the wind I chimes. Them in. Yeah, you like that, eh? Was that a Love bad thing? I mean, some of your virtual realities suck. At least I brought in audio in. I love That's it. That's actually happening. Hey, who likes the chimes? All right, all right. Chimes it is. Yeah, we have wind today, so I thought uh, it would be perfect. The note is so, this chimes hold a note, unbelievable. Like the reverberation goes on and on. You could stay with it for quite a while. And you know, in Buddhism, there was uh, the story of a few bodhisattvas, how they got super clear if there was a they was through the audio audio sound is very very cool because you can't locate yourself in sound it's not like you're on a ridge looking at a tree you're like in water yeah you don't know where yeah it's beautiful so hey i'll try any trick in the book to get you guys to travel lighter chimes subliminal messages fucking yeah underwear with zenbitchslap.com whatever whatever can work there you go yeah. <laughs> until we exhaust all possibility <laughs> all right rich thank you for your service yeah yeah maybe okay, i'll look for the underwear in the shop huh i'll look for the underwear in the shop all right yes definitely well, give a, make a note if you want briefs or uh, or whatever they call the others. I don't know what they are. Yeah. I'll go with boxes. I'm more oh, modest. Boxes. Oh, yeah, boxes. The Zen bitch slap will be on the side. Yes, quite nice. Yeah. They'll have a little bit of like a charge that will go off every minute. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to re-up that battery, though, about every month. All right. We got Michael Stacy. Nice to see you, Michael. I've got to go to do another uh, something. I don't know. Kurt Z is speaking at that meeting I spoke at last week at 430. I can't be there. I have to do that. The non-duality thing at 430. But yeah, Pacific time. All right, Alex. Nice to see you as always. Mickey. There's nothing much to say except any uh, about the length of your readings that's about all we got a uh, call call in ireland we got steve h nice to see you steve we got maria and uh, and someone else yeah there she is the someone else and uh, maria nice to see both of you roman as always yeah and also if people want to go i think saturday we're having a meeting at 1.30, and at 1, we're going to have a thing about the Italian trip. 
she can answer questions and stuff. And I same thing, I think on Wednesday, it's going to happen at 630. She's going to be there to answer questions about the Italian trip. Pacific time, obviously. All right. Sorry, Jacob. Always a pleasure. I sent you that thing that looks beautiful. But don't bother yourself. It doesn't have to happen. Just but yeah, gonna make okay. some of those notes. Right. Roman, I got you. I think Lebowski's in the house. There he is. We've got uh, Owen, hundred percent Irish. There he is. He's there. Oh, we got Ashley. How you doing, Ashley? Today, all right. Traveling well, somewhat uh, this way. Well, yeah. Let's get. Just know that you're placed in a position of neutrality. Ah, we got Jack G, another place in Cape Cod. We got Bev, Bev's ready for the day. She's, yes, nice to see you, Bev. We got Terry from Maine. Ah, she's, uh, she's bringing out the leather, I think, today. We got Robert, Robert there. Nice to see you, Robert. Deborah. B, always a pleasure. Jason from San Diego, pleasure. Annette from Pennsylvania, there she is. She looks boxers. like she's, hmm? I said boxers. I vote for oh, boxers. boxers. Okay, boxers. All right. Yeah, we got Anish. Nice to meet you, Anish. Yes. Uh, we got Lucas P. We got Jim. There he is. We got Dave B here now. That's true. Anu, always a pleasure. Uh, let's see anyone else. I don't see anyone. Oh, we, oh yeah, we got Carl. I didn't get Carl. Nice to see you, Carl. I got Jacob. I got Ashley. I got every Maria and uh, her friend. Yes. So today we're going to be speaking 4.30 Pacific time, doing the non-duality through Awakening Together. That's on this event page. If you're interested in any of the scheduling, go to zenbishslap.com events, and it's all there. Yes? And uh, I think I did, a, I did a, a, a talk with some guy uh, it should be up on the website now about a week or so ago, an hour and a half interview. It's pretty good. He was uh, the, the Vedaholic or something. It was pretty good. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Have a great day. Thanks, Paul.